Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we shut the door and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no grievance that's too big or too small or too frivolous. It's your problem, so it shall be heard. And if you want to be heard in the Luxury Lounge, send in your emails to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. I got live shows. I'm all over this great country. I'm coming to Europe. So go to jaredfreed.com. Check out all my dates. Uh, we're adding new ones all the time. I, I don't, we're, I'm taping ahead because of Europe. So I'm not even sure when this episode will even come out. So in honor of that, I brought in an OKP original key player who has actually never been... In the lounge, it, it is, it, uh, but I'm so happy she's here, hilarious comic, friend of the show, friend of the pod, a fop, Allison Livey, thank you for oh. coming on. I mean, a huge oversight to not have me in the lounge. You know, it's it's huge. weird, it is a, you're right, you're right, let me apologize, it, it, it feels like we are, are always in the lounge anyways. Yes, I think it's like we complain so much to each other that like of course it would have been on tape at some point. Like the- Right. That's <laughs> exactly. It's like when you do three shows in a row, it's like have Did I done I these, do jokes? these jokes? Yeah, yes. so it's the same thing where it's like when you said to me you were like I've never been in the lounge, I was like <laughs> oh my god, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. You Honestly, you should be. I am. I am sorry. Let me start. I mean, this isn't yes. your complaint, but I agree. This is a, yes. a horrible, <laughs> you know, oversight. And yeah, the huge. lounge, I'm happy we're in here in our safe space to be able to air this out and get it yes. out. And, yes. and, and listen, yes. everyone, if you don't follow Allison already, go follow on all the social media at Allison Libby. She had a one-woman show that was fantastic yeah. and critically acclaimed. Am I allowed yes. to say that? I think you can. I think critics right. acc- acclaimed. So they claimed. Can, yeah, they claimed what? it. So that's I, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, oh god, a show about abortion. Are we? Are we? Is is it coming back? Or will, will there be other airings? Or yeah, what can people there, there look will be. To? Um, I'm going to be doing it again in New York at some point, and also some other cities. I'm so sorry, America, but not all of them. Um. <laughs> sorry, America, your loss. <laughs> yep. Um, but uh, I'll be doing uh, a couple cities, a little bit of tour, like coming, uh, you know, spring, summer, later this year. So. That'll, so I'll I'll post that information when I have it. But but this is coming. why you fo- this is why you follow Allison right away yes. at Allison Livey, so you'll know when these shows are coming to your town or a town near you. And I will say, yeah. as a someone who saw the show, loved every second. It's amazing. It's a, a, a it, it is literally a work of art. It is art. Yeah. It is but but it is so. It's about abortion. But I I you say something in the show that is. I think relevant or it's like, it's always a screaming match. And this is like a normal show about abortion as, yeah. as much the, the, you make that point. And I was like, it, this you, and you are right. It's missing from the conversation. Yeah. We always talk about like these like scary worst case scenarios, quote unquote, or like, you know, what somebody else's definition of something is. And it's like, Oh, we're not talking about um, the day to day. Most cases um, scenario, which is just like, Oh, I got to go do this. I'm going to go do it. Right. And so everyone, go see the show if you get the opportunity because it's yeah. so, so good. Um, listen, I'm in Aruba right now. Yeah. I, I, 
What's going I'm, on there? I'm down <laughs> here doing shows with Aruba Ray. It's a fun time. I'm yeah. I'm I'm in the sun. I mean, let's do the lounge, right? Let's you do ready? It. Let's just get right in. Let's get right in. Um, if you guys want to send in your complaints, uh, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you're listening right now and you're like, I love the luxury lounge, I do a Patreon version where every complaint each week is read. So every Whoa. Friday, I do a Patreon it's a exclusive. It's a good deal. Five bucks a month for two extra podcasts a week. I do coffee with J Train. So if you're listening now, and you want to hear about my Aruba trip, I talk about Aruba. I talk about Great. you know where I am on the beach. I, I, yeah. said, I said this to Aruba Ray, who runs the shows down here. I think Aruba, and you were just here. I was just there with my parents. <clears throat> we right. go once a year. So. And I think it's the, most, it's the best beach for accessibility. And what yes. I mean by that is that it's every price point is on the same beach. Yeah, it's not like, oh, here's the public beach and it's garbage and here's right. this one resort beach and it's super nice, but you have to stay there and that means you're under there. It's like the whole island, the, that whole side of the island is the same and it's, it's great. It's one beach and then it's, yeah, you're right. And then and then there's like, you could stay at the hotel that you'd be like, oh, it's, you know, 200 bucks. I don't know what the number yeah. is, but like, sure. you, you, yeah. the, the, you know, the cheapest of the cheap and the expensive of the expensive. Same beach, same, same beach. weather. Same beach. So I'm I'm, I'm, pr- I'm pretty happy here, um, but we will get to some complaining I, again. So if you want to hear about Aruba, you can sign up for Patreon, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That's patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That will coffee with Jatron and then the luxury lounge where people every week I get people that write in complaints and, and I yeah. read them out and we air them. There's so, a lot to complain about. There's so much to complain about. I'm going to do mine first. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now okay so i flew here new york to aruba 8 a.m flight yeah it's a longer flight than you think it's gonna be absolutely you have to go beyond puerto rico so it it, it, we you know i'm in south i'm basically in south america which is you're 17 miles off of venezuela yeah, this is crazy. I would never think of it that way because no. Aruba does feel more America than not. I think all of the Caribbean is where Cuba is. Like, to me, they're all the same. Like, it's all just, right. it's all an hour from Miami. That's it. Right. You would never think. And, and but because it is farther south, the weather is like a, the most guaranteed weather. So you, you do have to take a flight and, and it's a yes. substantial flight. So. Yeah. I flew down, and I am in front row of Delta Comfort. Okay. Okay? So I'm right behind first class. I am on, it is a three-by-three plane. Okay? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So three on the left, three on the right. I am on the left. A, B, C, D, E, F. There we go. So (laughs) now I'm on the left. I am bumped up. I buy the cheapest ticket as a Delta Platinum Diamond Medallion person. Cheapest ticket, and then we play the game. We're at the casino. Wherever we land, that's where we sit. <laughs> so 
I get bumped up to front row of Delta Comfort window. Not my first choice. I'm an aisle guy. I also am an aisle person. Okay. I like the aisle. I can cross my legs in the aisle. It's, right. It's, it's better for me. For me, I don't get it. Yeah, if someone was like, I'm a window person, I don't need to do, you know, you know, we don't have to hash it out in an alley somewhere to decide who's right. I think right. all, you know, whatever works for you. Some yeah, we're people all like, against whoever chooses middle. I agree. <laughs> the crazy, the crazies that like middle, if they are yeah. even out there. They can't, they can't exist. Well, they're in an insane asylum yes. for something else. So I am window, front row, Delta Comfort. And I like aisle for a number of reasons. The crossing the legs that you mentioned, but also getting up at getting my up. leisure to break up the flight. Yeah. I don't want to walk somebody else's schedule. Of when there they're getting up, when they're going to the bathroom. And as aisle people, you and I, we both, yes. ag- I think you would agree with me that when someone wants to get up, I'm like, good, something Great. to do. Honestly, any excuse to stand up, because like I, st- I have back problems. So like yeah. I have to stand up a lot during a flight if I don't have like a lie down seat. And like you can't get up too much because people are like, what's happening here? This seems dangerous. <laughs> like, right. So having a reason, like somebody needing to get out, I'm always like, yeah, we're, yeah. I'm in. I'll get up. You you get up too much. What's this crazy doing? They're having yes. an episode. Yes. You you know, so you want to be able to. So if someone's like, hey, I got to get up. I'm like, good to go. I'm also Great. not a, I'm not a plain sleeper. Nope. I neither. would assume, and, and that's the thing. I would assume if you're a window person, you're probably plain more of a plain sleeper. 100%. Than not, which I, that to me, all rational, all good. I am not. What, so now this brings me to my point. I'm in the inside. I'm in the window seat, and also when you're the front row of Delta Comfort, you don't have a lot to grab onto. You have the two. No, getting first, up and down is a, a, a tricep uh, exercise. It's you tough. don't have moving forward. So I get. I go. I tap. It's a couple next to me. Like I would say, early sixties couple. Okay. And I go, hey, I'm gonna pop up. And they both take their knees, no. move them to a 45-degree angle to their right, and that's it. No. Oh, no. Uh, this no. isn't... Are we eight years old? We live in a society. You can't do that. You have right. to get up. You have one, to get One up. of you has to get up so the other can like fully go 90 degrees and there's actually space. Thank you. They, as a team, they, as the worst couple alive, both went 45 degree. And and just like, good luck, you know, traversing this obstacle course that we've just created. And now I'm on Legends of the Hidden Temple. I'm I'm, I'm going to all next tomb. It is craziness. So now I have to get over them. I'm I'm, I'm like... if they're those people, they're also the kind of people that will be annoyed if you touch them. Right, exactly. <laughs> that, this is my point. You, the, because I don't want to touch them. I, I am now, it, it's, a, it, it's actually a challenge. Yes. Hey, good luck doing uh, this. You know, what's the game that you try to not touch the sides? Uh, operation. Operation. You're doing a version of human yes. operation. Yes. You can't touch them, but we'll give you a little bit. If you touch us, you're going to explode. <laughs> And I now have to put my arm over the wife. I am now Magic Mike over the wife. Okay. And I get over her, and, I, and then at the end, I, like, do a twirl and finally get out of the aisle. It was a to-do. 
That's not, I don't an, need to do, I don't want to have to do any moves to right. get out of my seat. And it was enough of a to-do. And listen, I have empathy. You could have had a brain fart and you went, we tried doing the 45 degree angle. Yeah. Okay, on the way back. We're going to get we'll, up because like, we're that gonna change. clearly uncomfortable for everybody. Right. And getting in is going to be harder than getting out. I, uh, yeah. Or my bad. So then I go to the bathroom. I, um, I take like a 15 minute dump. Not to be TMI, but I am a bath. I am a plain bathroom pooper. Oh, wow. I, I take would if I job. had to, but I wouldn't be like, well, I guess like if I could wait another hour, I could wait another hour. I, uh, yeah. But that's a long flight. It's a long, long flight. flight. And also I went to bed at, you know, I like slept for 20 minutes. It, it was a bad, yeah, it, it was a late night. I've never gotten on a plane and been like, at least I'm rested. Like that's right. not. <laughs> <laughs> so I get up from the toilet and I go to this, uh, the flight attendant. I said, I'll have a Coke Zero, which mm-hmm. I have become. A huge Coke really? Zero guy. Coke Zero does not. I you, you know when I started drinking Coke Zero when I went to Nice. Oh well, yeah, because they have. Yeah, that's like the predominant uh, like diet beverage there, isn't right? It? And I well, was like, like, "This Europe is a Coca Cola like light, which is fabulous." But their Coke version of diet Coke, good. yeah, pretty good. Um, so, so you got a I Coke get, Zero. Coke Zero, and I go, a big cup of ice. I want to, And she goes, I'll give you the whole can and a big cup of ice. I go, great, we're winning. I come back to the, uh, to the seat. Both of them go back to 45-degree no, angle. No, they both now you've got stuff move. in your hands. I literally looked at them. I was like, okay, here we go. Time, time to do the obstacle course again. I have never, I basically cramered into this seat. I <laughs> like falling up and down, like falling up and feet uh, above my head yes. and the ice flips out of the cup. I land as if I had just jumped from the top rope of a WWE yeah. like, you know, ring. I I <laughs> I literally like cannonballed into the seat. Yes. And the woman goes, "Are you okay?" And it's like, "Am I okay?" Okay. Are, Are you, you okay? okay? What what is wrong with you? No one wanted to move. Isn't it easier for everyone to just get up? You couldn't stand up. You couldn't. And it's like this tuck the leg thing. We're not. That is a toddler child move. That is not an adult. And anytime I see an adult go like this with their legs, like try to tuck. Mm -hmm. Like if I see a man and not to like gender this, but like you are not a man anymore. Just get up. If you tuck the legs. Get up. Get up. That's my complaint. Um, Come on. Allison, let's go, to, let's go to your complaint. Uh, okay. Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, go ahead. I had like so many that I was ready to bring, but then Mm. this morning had just like a minor inconvenience that I feel like you'll understand. I Mm. got an email from 
uh, a doctor of mine that I have like a balance. It was like, oh, you talk, talk to us on the phone. You owe us like $900 or something. Okay. The email is an image and it's like, this is your balance. It looks like everything you could click on would be something you click on so you can get to the portal so you can pay. Right. None of it was hyperlinked to anything. And it was just like getting a postcard that said I owed them money. <laughs> it's like, absolutely insane. Is it the insane. point of the email to be the direct like, oh, I'm on my computer and then I can just click a button and all of a sudden I'm in your portal. Like, I don't remember what website every doctor or professional I see wants me to pay them through. I don't right. have every one of those bookmarked. It would be too many. It's like, don't set, the email is like the access to paying the bill. Well, and then it's, don't they want to, what, isn't their goal to be paid? Right. Isn't their goal to get the money as fast as humanly possible? So why, it's in their best interest. That's the, that's right. the biggest thing. It's like, don't make me do a scavenger hunt to pay you. You come to me, give me the bill that says everything on it, that has where to make the check payable. Yes. Give me, I had this, I had this, I had a similar thing where I, I re-upped my lease for next year for my apartment. So it right. says you have to send in a security check. And I wrote, I'm like, it, it, make check payable blank. That should be on, like, the fact that there is some of sort info. of search involved, and it's the same as what you're saying. It's like, give me the hyperlink. Give right. me the make check payable to. Every other place is always like, click here to access the portal to pay your bill. Like, it's like, I have an account set up with them. It's not like, it was like right. powered by like Heolo or whatever. And I was like, what am I looking? And then I had to Google my doctor and then I had to like go to the website. And then like, so I was like, I got sidetracked so many times. It took me like six hours to pay this bill. It should have taken four seconds. The instead doc I was like, oh, well now I'm over here and like there's a tab open for the real real. I guess I'll see what's new today. And all of a sudden like I'm like right. hours deep into my internet experience before I'm like, oh, you were here to pay a $30 bill. This could have been over. This could have been done. It this could have been, been two clicks. And, and, and That's here, the point of the email. The doctor payment thing is just crazy because I will suddenly I'll get a bill and it'll be like three years ago, you know, you were oh, here yeah. and you, you still haven't paid. You're like, how, how did I not know about this? How wasn't this a one? And, and it's because it goes from your doctor to the insurance and then the insurance tells them what you owe and what you don't yes. know. And you go, how is this so confusing? Why isn't this easy? It it shouldn't be this hard. It's so right. hard. And also, like, all of my, I see a million doctors. Like, they're all separate. Like, I mean, most of them are through one network. Like, NYU does everything. But, like, boy, it's just, like, I can, and then my accountant's a different access portal. Right. And then my, you know, all these people are, I need one portal. And the emails have to take me to the portal. Well, the, and that's the thing. And you would never dispute them being, like, you owe $17. Right. Because it was, like, these, it was this tiny bill that I was like, oh, I could pay that like in cash if I was in the off. Like there's right. no, like the email is just this like weird reminder. And I'm like, I'd rather just go to Soho and pay this in person right. than have to like find the website <laughs> that I pay this through and then figure out what the fuck my password was. Awful. Let's uh, let's get to the complaints. You ready? Let's hit it. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Allison Libby. Go follow immediately at Allison Libby on Twitter and Instagram and all the good stuff. Luxury lounge. Best behaving dog doesn't mean bother us. 
Jared and Guess, my dog behaves amazingly well in social environments. I'm not just saying that. I'll bring her to a brewery or restaurant that's dog-friendly, put a small blanket, toy, and water down for her, and she'll just lay down quietly for the time we're there. Unfortunately, her behavior seems to be an invite for people to come up and pet her and baby talk to her and let kids and dogs run up to us, to which she'll sit up and let them pet her or sniff her. If my dog can stay in our space, why can't people just wave from afar and marvel at how it's possible to have a young and very chill dog. Also, what is it with breweries that makes parents feel like it's fine to let their kids fly around? Thanks. So let's start with the dog. What do you think, yeah. Allison? I This has to be annoying because like, there's lots of times like I'll, we'll be at places that seem to be dog friendly and I'll see that there's like, and I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize there was a dog there. That's so nice that yes. I didn't realize it. Like there's <laughs> like, that's like, I love dogs. I love pets, but like, I don't want when I'm drinking, like my priority is uh, almost exclusively drinking um, and or right. some talking shit. Like I do, like, I personally have no desire to go talk to some, I'm like, Oh, that's great that it's not doing anything. Right. And it's like, just because you have something different on your person doesn't mean it's an invite that you're looking to be sociable. So yes. like, I don't think like the idea that people are going up to dogs in a bar because they're like, well, they must want to be approached because they have a dog. here. It's like, no, no, no. This was an act of necessity instead of leaving the dog at home because it's going right. to be hours. And then you have to pay somebody to go walk it. I assume. I don't know. But it's just like there is no, like you are not also like as people, we are not owed anything about anyone else's life. Like you, right. you are not like in the same way that like women, like when I'm sitting at a bar and some guy's like, no, but like really like, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, I'm going to kill you. Like I just right. don't, that's my, that's my job killing you. Like right. I like that guy is not owed my attention. Like other people are not owed these people's like, we need a explanation of how the dog got so chill. Like what? Like, they're gonna right. be like, we drugged it. Like, what do you want right. us to say? <laughs> but there's also like the added thing of like, I've seen people do this where like, if it's a baby, I feel like people talk to you a bit more, but mm. people talk to pets. Like they're not even talking to you as much. Like, I feel right. like it's probably also disrespectful in that like people bending down and be like, oh my God, what's your name? And it's like, I'm up here and it's Tiger. Like, I don't like the whatever. <laughs> they're using your dog yes. to somehow feed this like, missing thing in their soul and they're yeah. like and and honestly like go get your own fucking dog to fill your soul we you don't right. you don't need to use our dog you don't get you know if you want to use our dog as therapy pay an hourly rate right right and right you can't just walk up to anybody no matter what and start bothering them especially in like a big public set i don't it's here's the here's the ugh. major issue there's no solution to this problem because isn't. i was just thinking i was like what if we created a dog leash or collar line that says not here to be pet um i'm not a people dog i don't yeah. want to talk to you my owner doesn't want to talk to you but all of them would seem like pithy and like quirky yeah. so they yeah. honestly would do and the it's opposite bit. it's a like, bit oh my god where'd you get that that's so right. fun because like you've seen like those i've seen like pictures online of like dogs where they're wearing a vest that says nervous and it's like oh yeah you don't go near the nervous dog that's like maybe that's well, the solution like, i may maybe maybe it's like getting one of the like ones that's like don't touch him or come near him this i mean you would literally have to get the dog a sweater that says this dog will attack you if you 
if you approach it. And then you can't even bring it in the bar because they'd be like, because yeah, this dog's going to attack people. It does We're all scared shitless. Of right. You having the chill dog that you can just kind of put on the ground and be like, great. Now we can talk like there. Right. It, it is a no win. Um, because our society sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you have to say about their last complaint? They added a little tiny complaint that I actually, I, what is with breweries that makes parents feel like they, uh, it's fine to let their kids fly around. It does seem like breweries. It's the size are, of the space. Mm. They, I think there's something about the size of this, like brewery, like once you see a picnic table, people are like, no, we're outside. Um, right. it's like, no, you're not. And also like, I think because breweries are not like. A, the vibe and the decor of a brewery and the vibe and decor of like a nice French restaurant are really different. And one of them right. seems like, yeah, so the breaks, if something breaks, like what, like it, right. I think people and think the stakes are lower because it's like intentionally more industrial or rustic or whatever. And big space means big space. I can bring my kid just like someone else can bring their dog because I can around. let it roam. Let it and now tire we're out. Of the, out. Right. We are out of the apartment. We're out of the house. We can do this instead of, you know, you know, instead of just sitting in the home with the iPad and it's like, but yeah. we're all there yeah. to like me. I didn't come to a Jimboree class like that's no. not what I'm here for. <laughs> right. I don't. And when I see kids around at a bar, I'm like, hey, it's fun. But like, wh- at what point do adults get to be adults? I just feel like in the same way that like if a dog was there and barking really loudly, everybody would be like, oh, somebody's got you can't you can't have get rid this of here. it. Like yeah. it should be the same for children. I don't care that it's your child. Like this isn't a play place. Like this is actually right. an establishment that was built. Somebody said something really great on. T- I follow a lot of like child free TikTokers just because okay. I'm like <laughs> needing to affirm my own choices. Um but somebody was like, this girl was like, I don't hate children. In fact, I think 90% of spaces should be more child-friendly. But the 10% that are just for adults should be totally child-free. You, you should I'm know. So, like, you know what you're getting. No matter if you those 10%, you go, I know it. Here. Right. Yeah. Like you J- just don't bring them there. Great sleep is the key to literally everything. Right now, Brooklinen is offering 20% off for Sleep Week. Celebrate your space and create the interior refresh you've been dreaming of just in time for spring. I love my Brooklinen sheets. I think they're amazing. You know, Brooklyn has been sponsoring this podcast for a long time, and I knew Brooklinen was like was like as good as I, I as I thought it was when my mom started asking for it. It became mom approved. She loves them too. I love how great they make my apartment look. It's just uh, just uh, uh, beautiful sheets, comfortable, and you can make your space feel like new with accessories like silky sleep masks, pillowcases, and soft throws. So they have it all. Uh, the, you know what Brooklyn is doing is. They're going to take care of your whole home to make it feel like a spa-like experience. They just introduced new throw blanket options and cotton that are light and perfect for spring. Give your bathroom a spot home feel with luxury upgrades like their ultra soft robes and towels. If you're looking to fully upgrade your spaces, 
Brooklinen's bundles are the complete package. Choose from bed, bath, or a combo of both to save time and money on creating your dream space. And all of Brooklinen's stuff looks great. And again, my mom loves it and keeps asking for more. Visit brooklinen.com to shop the Sleep Week sale for 20% off. Miss the sale? You can still get $20 off your purchase of $100 with code JTRAIN20. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N dot com, code JTRAIN20 for $20 off your purchase today. JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com, JTRAINpodcast at gmail.com, here with Allison Leiby. At Allison Leiby on Instagram, go follow. Keep sending your Luxury Lounge emails. Here's one, Luxury Lounge hat issues for big-headed individuals. Oof, I feel this person. Jared, just heard last week's Luxury Lounge discussing issues with hat fits for people with big heads and want to add my complaint. As a fellow guy with a huge head, see, I wouldn't say I have a huge head. I think I'm in between sizes. Sure. Okay. But I hear this guy. As a fellow guy with a huge head, having to custom order hats and helmets for youth and high school sports, I've resigned to the fact that the majority Whoa. of hats won't fit me. I, if I was to wear a fitted hat, it would have to be a very loose cut size eight since there isn't a size bigger. I found that I've had the best luck with flex fit hats being more comfortable. While I could complain all day about the lack of available hats that fit properly, my real complaint is that all the hats with cooler designs are all snapbacks. I would own so many hats if snapback designs were made on flex fit hats as well. Would it kill New Era and all these other hat makers to throw uh, those of us with big heads a bone every now once in a while? Thanks, big fan of the show. What do you think? I mean, we should be making hats in all of the sizes that heads come in. Like, I don't right. understand why they're like. Clearly, this person has been like moving through the world otherwise fine. So, like, why aren't there hats for them? Like, right. I as I have a big head too, and like a lot of hair, which mm. then like I don't know, like. Hats for women are, like, a whole different thing. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely, like, they're not sized much, and they are just kind of, like, a, you know, a stupid, you know, what I'm, what I'm talking about, like a dumb <laughs> thing, like a dumb felt thing from Rag and Bone that costs $600. Like um, a Carmen Sandiego hat. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, like, those, it's like, look, is that my style? No, but do I feel like I probably can't wear it because it wouldn't fit my head? Also, I, yes. Right. You want to be involved in the game and you want to be able to say, Give, let me let me try it on at least. Let me get a, get a, get a, you know, let me get a part of this action. Yeah. And also like, what, like, just make some bigger. What are, what are we doing? Well, this, <laughs> this person, th this is the thing. Like these companies, what bothers me is their lack, you know, there's a business opportunity here. Yeah. How doesn't every hat company just say, hey, we'll make custom too. Like, yeah, where's the custom game? Where, where is these, you know, where is this business because, that it, sorry to cut you no, off. Go ahead. Uh, but then like, if you, if you offered custom and you were getting a ton of custom requests for larger hats, you would say, oh, maybe we should make some of these fitted hats. Right. One or two sizes up from what we already offer. You'd have the data. Here's another skew for us. Yeah, right. Right. Here's the other thing. I have actually gotten served uh, Instagram ads for larger head hat companies. Sure. But none of them own the um, the patents or the the the, the licensing yeah. deal. So right. you, they, you know, for these companies, so it's like, so theirs are like generic like smiley faces, and it's like the worst. So this person, like, I understand <laughs> because. 
I've seen these ads and they're like the worst designs ever. It's like clip art on a hat. Yeah. And they look weird and they look like they're like representing a team <laughs> that was invented for a movie about yes. baseball. Yes. And I've seen them online and it's like because the licensing costs so much, they can't have like Red Sox, but in the bigger size. Like, right. the, you know, the licensing has been, you know, kind of monopolized by like a few hack companies. And if they're not making it, we have an issue. Yeah. We need inclusivity in all of the realms of like apparel purchasing. And we talk so much about like women's plus size clothing, but like big hats is a part of that conversation. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Allison Libby luxury lounge. Okay. So we're going back to the health insurance. This is health insurance. Hell you ready? Oh God. Jared an esteemed guest, long time, first time, feather, feather, etc. My LLC is that I'm prescribed a daily medication and have just discovered an exciting new way big pharma and health insurance companies have up their sleeves uh, to ma- make getting treatment a nightmare. My company just switched health insurance providers in the new year, and as I refilled my first prescription at the mom and pop pharmacy in my neighborhood, I found out I will no longer be able to get my script filled there. This is because my new insurance provider, Cigna, does not reimburse the pharmacy enough to cover the cost that the pharmacy has to pay to buy the medication. The lovely owner was willing to give me this last refill at a loss as a courtesy, but now I have to find a new pharmacy. This is coming after last year where I went through five pharmacies that all stopped carrying the medication and forced me to find a new pharmacy. It's a non-generic and still under patent protection, so there are no generics. So I'm worried that this is going to be a problem across the board. I'm generally quite cynical about how this country does health care, but this new way our access to treatment is limited managed to surprise me. Thanks for hearing mine and everyone's complaints. Infuriated and soon to be unmedicated. What do you think? Ooh, I mean, I think like the hardest, I mean, Obviously, like not having access to medication and having to jump through a million hoops is awful. Mm. But even worse is the fact that you did have access to it and you were able to get like it's the change over that like is like you're like, wait, no, but I didn't change anything. Someone else made a change. And now that's affecting me in a way that's uprooting my entire way that I get my medication. That fucking sucks. And it sucks that someone at your company made the change and, you know, you would hope in your best interest, but maybe it's because they know the it's person cheaper. who's right. right who's repping the new company. And like, I, I mean, I remember I used to sell life insurance. And one of the things you could sell when you sold life insurance was health insurance for companies. So you could walk into a company and be like, hey, how about you change your plan so you work with me yeah. and then I get paid forever and you get a new health insurance and and. Listen, that that is one of those things that like it it would be it's like a lotto ticket to those insurance yeah. people because what what you're what you're doing is you have to do no work to get paid on the whole company joining a program. So if right. you do small business planning, so what what so I mean I'm going to another level of assumptions here, but sure. someone at this person's company could have been like Oh, let me help out my cousin who just became an insurance broker. Yeah. Switch it. And now your life has been put into shambles by this. Yes. And like clearly 
they said that they've been to other pharmacies, like the first, maybe a different, like maybe a place that didn't take it before will do it now. Who right. like under this change, who knows? But like, it sucks if you were going to your local pharmacy and now you might have to go to a larger chain. Cause like, I mm. can't walk into a CVS anymore. It sucks. Like it's it, the worst experience. It's a bad shopping experience. Old school farm. Like CVS would never be like, you can have this last one at a loss. You know, right? I, I, it, 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 the, the loss of the old school mom and pop pharmacy. They were the best, it, and and the, they always had the weirdest toy aisle. Yeah, there's a Remember? toy aisle. There's candy. There's right, like random shit. Like every old farm, I still go Canes. to like a, an old school pharmacy, <laughs> and they have like coloring books and some stuffed animals, but like not the animals that normally are stuffed animals. Like, right. You know, we it is interesting that we are we are losing this like weird nostalgia. There was nothing more random than yeah. the mom and pop pharmacy. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I could buy markers here. Cool, like, right? I, like as a kid, I remember, and it's like, and now I'm like, oh, I have to wait ten minutes for like the one employee here to come get the toothpaste from behind glass. Like, and, what are we doing? This is the thing. As we move forward, like. Who was all this better for? Like, no I, 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 I guess you go down the line to like stockholders, which is yeah. like faceless and nameless. It's like, you know, I, I don't know. It's a, it, it is weird that the more we progress, the worse it gets. It's like, yeah. you know, and and then we talk about I'm in Aruba. You get on a four hour flight right. Aruba. Like, part of like progress is that you can jump on a four hour flight. To Aruba, but like, did we lose the pharmacy because we could get on a four hour flight to Aruba? Right. Possibly. And it's like, I feel for this person. I feel for them. And also, most importantly, is the fact that they're like not going to get medication. Like, they have an issue. They know there's a solve for their issue. And they're caught in this weird arbitrage where the cost of the pharmacy is more than it is than it should be. It, it doesn't make sense to me. Right. How is it different at different places? Like, shouldn't the drug have one cost? Like, I feel like insurance companies sometimes like will like reimburse more to some firm. Cause like, you know, a deal right. that like United has with Walgreens is going to like help. It's just all, um, they don't want to work with little pharmacies either. Most importantly, we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Nope. And, that's how annoying this is. Is like this person's probably like at a loss. They go, I don't even know where to start. No. Do I go like knock on the door of the of scientist? Cigna? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, what do you do? Because it, there's a moment of helplessness. The company's so big. The pharmacy's so big. Your company is going, ah, we tried. We gave you health insurance. And you're sitting there going, I just want my fucking pills. Yeah. I, as genuine advice, I would go to HR at your company and be like, I need you to connect me or for you to connect with the person at our new health insurance company that I can talk to about solving this problem. Because right. I can't come to work if I'm not medicated. I mean, that will enrage them even more because then they'll be put face to face with the cousin <laughs> yes. who got this deal yes. who just was like, <laughs> I don't give a fuck about any of this. I'm, I'm making money every month for doing Nothing. Nothing. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com here with Allison Libby at Allison Libby go follow go 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 oh god a show about abortion is coming back random cities we're gonna be out there look out for it (laughs) yes luxury lounge what are you 
Dear Jared Shelby and esteemed guests, thanks for all the laughs and for making my commutes, workouts, and frigid winter walks with the dog more bearable. I'm writing to the Luxury Lounge because I am so tired of complete strangers approaching me to ask, where are you from? What is your ethnicity? Or even worse, what are you? (laughs) I am a person, damn it. Instant jail. (laughs) Right. Why are you asking me this? The worst part is there's no introduction. No, hi, how are you? Just weird strangers expecting me to share some random personal fact about myself. Often when I answer the where are you from question with the small town I was raised and they proceed to say, well, where is your family from? What is your ethnicity? Recently, I had a man approach me at the gym and ask this question. He followed up by saying, my buddy and I were debating on what your answer would be the whole time. Oh, my God. Now I have another reason to feel awkward at the gym. Thanks, guys. This often gets more frustrating when people proceed to debate my answer with me by saying, you sure don't look it to me. Am I required to carry around some sort of paper to prove my answer to people who have no business inquiring? What do I respond to these people? Am I wrong for feeling these types of questions are out of line? Thanks uh, in advance. And thanks again for all you do to keep us laughing. Sincerely quit asking. What do you think? These are the worst people. These are just the the worst worst people. Because the thing is like, and I'm not even saying ask them this question, but why do you need to know? Right. Like to what, what what does that do for you? So you could categorize who I am as a certain way. Like people that like interrogate that a lot. It's just, well, it's th- never th- for a good reason. <laughs> well, it's either, I guess if I think the best of a person, it's, they think it's a better conversation than weather. Sure. Or they think it's a way to like get to know you real quick or, or yeah. their background is similar or like, yes. I'm thinking of, on the there list are, of things. There but are I, like reasons that are not like purely from like a bad place but it's don't like, get me, yeah don't get me wrong the, the conversation sucks let's the conversation start at sucks. that i don't think anyone who does this question is worth talking to no Agreed. matter how good yes their intentions are i think they stink i think they got nothing to talk about i think they got no personality they're looking to have this false connection with you yeah. or based find a off shortcut of, for a thing to talk about like oh, i love at, curry you know it's right like, <laughs> i mean and and it doesn't matter like i mean like the, the one like like I and, it's, and if you're a woman like this is a way to like try and figure out a way like I'm yeah. guessing this is a woman because um, the, vibe, when, the, gym, the gym the gym the gym the, 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 the people are looking for things to talk to you about the gym and this person was like oh what's the I've been debating your ethnicity like what, what, what do you that's even gets creepier and down the road of sexualization that we're not even sure yeah, is, no. you know, like I can only go to weird places with that at the gym. Right. They it is. And then if you go, why are you asking? You're immediately defensive. You're right. immediately the one that's not fun and has an right. issue we're just or talking. Right. And thinks that I'm being or the person's being racist. And it is like that question also. It, it it's okay later on, I like sure it, it can come later on. Yeah, if it's without me knowing your middle name, then the question is 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 stupid. Yeah, yeah, it's never like even like I'm remembering once um I was doing shows with uh Alana Glazer and we were in yeah. Pittsburgh and we had a driver taking us from our hotel to the college we were going to and he was like, so like what are you guys ethnically? We're like in the hey. back of a sedan and we were both like we're Jews. And he goes, well, that's, Oh, I knew you were exotic. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> we were both like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't even. This is the. And then you, you know everything about that person you needed to know. And that guy was coming from only a place of like wanting to make conversation. Like, I don't think that he was like, tr- like trying to do anything beyond like have a conversation. But it's just like, oh, you didn't need to ask that. I think I've actually only felt that I've been asked it by dumb people. It's never a professor yeah. that's like, what's your background? No. Or it's never felt right from a, maybe yeah. I have been asked by smart people, but I never notice it from them. I only yeah. notice it from dumb people trying yeah. to like sound a little bit smarter or like yeah. looking for ways that oh, like, like the your... easiest way to connection that they could find. The Jewish yeah. thing makes it even harder because yeah, Really I get does. asked all the, the, all the time, "What's your background? Where where are you?" I get it asked, and I go, yeah. "Ah!" And I always say a bunch of different places because that's yeah. the truth, right? Yeah, and, I um the only like good uh, response I've ever gotten was uh, years and years ago when I was first becoming. It was like a I was at a show and I was with a bunch of comics, and somebody like brought up like, "Oh, aren't you uh, part Native American?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, my dad." Um, is like heavily Native American and Joy L. Johnson, a very funny comic, looked at me and she goes, I could see it. <laughs> like, just go, I could see that. I could see that. I knew you were, I knew there was something else going on here. And I was right. Like, oh, okay. it, but it's like, it's you know, like, she's great. <laughs> but that's like the, like, that's like the 1% chance I've that someone like plays it the right years way. At that point. Like it right. wasn't like she didn't know me. <laughs> like, right. It was just like a fun conversation between like two friends. Um, yeah. earlier in our friendship, but like not just like a stranger coming up and like asking or pointing something out, which is just like, I mean, it's not unconnected to like the people feeling like they can just walk up to a dog because the dog is there and automatically right. earn the time of the people who are sitting with it. It's like, you are not, o- no one is owed anything, but people act like, well, you should tell me where your family's from. Like, I, I, w- <laughs> I, I, what do you, res- this person asked, what do you respond to these people? What do you think? Any suggestions? Any fun ones? I, I don't, like off the top of my head, like I, when I'm asked where are you from and I go, and I go, ah, a bunch of different places, Jewish. I don't know what that means. And then I yeah. like, and now I'm in this embarrassing place where I'm like, they're like, you don't know anything about your family. It's like, no, we didn't talk. We fucking hate yeah. each other. Get away from me. You know? Yeah. Or say somewhere that's fully incorrect. <laughs> well, that extends the conversation sometimes. Right, that's like true. if I, yeah, you just want to shut it down. Right. I, I or you, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like you could, like I, yeah. I mean, if I was like, if they were like, like where are you? What, what's your background? Antarctica. I was like, yeah, Antarctica. I'm North Korean. Like I don't know what to say. Like right. I, and they'd be like, what? You know, like I just think the type that asked yeah. this is dumb. They're very and dumb. and 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 it, it it is what that's what bothers me the most is yeah. this is dumb people trying uh-huh. to act like they're not dumb because yeah. they're gonna go like what are you gonna say like if I said Jewish they're gonna go oh I've had a matzo ball like they're they never like go oh well let me tell you about the, the the Jews of this area they never go into something interesting right yeah it's not like oh then there's this fabulous uh, place that serves kreplach around the corner it's like no. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by PayPal Honey, the easy way to save when shopping on your iPhone or computer. When you learn about a sale on the sly, you feel like a boss. Honey is the free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. It supports over 30,000 stores online, ranging from tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery. I have to tell you, Honey makes you feel good. 
This is honey's about mental health. I, I and I, I I don't say that. I'm not. I, I am saying that completely with with no. Uh, th- th- I mean that. I completely mean that because you go shop online. You get to the end and you see that little box that says, do you got a promo code? And you feel badly. You go, oh, that means there's got to be a promo code out there that I'm missing out on. Oh, I'm so, I'm so wasteful. I, I, I do, you know, and, and not anymore. You're never going to feel that way because when you have honey, you press the honey button and it goes, beep, boop, pop, boop, boop, and it comes back. And even when it says no codes, I feel better. So you know you have peace of mind. Imagine shopping on your favorite site when you check out the Honey uh, button appears and all you have to do is click apply coupon. So that's what I'm talking about. And wait for a few seconds as Honey searches for the coupons it can find. If Honey finds a working coupon, you'll watch the prices drop. So you're either getting money back or you're getting peace of mind. It's one or the other. You're going to feel good. I love Honey and you will too. I never go shopping without it. Honey doesn't just work on desktops. It works on your iPhone too. Just activate it on Safari on your phone and save on the go. If you don't already have Honey, you could be straight up missing out on holiday deals or just deals in general. By getting it, you're doing yourself a solid and supporting the podcast. Get PayPal Honey for free at joinhoney.com slash JTrain. That's joinhoney.com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here with Allison Libby at Allison Libby. Salty with not enough to drink. Feather, feather. Dearest Jared, board lord, wizard of Haas, wearer of all the hats. I'm writing to you from the scene of the crime. My issue is with restaurants not adding a disclaimer that their soda options are not true fountain sodas, but in fact, just a solo can. Oh, okay. Keep okay. Going. <laughs> Allison just exhaled. I have, I have more. I, I couldn't have more thoughts on soda. <laughs> I don't know what, but this just makes my blood boil. I came to this place looking forward to a fountain Diet Coke to go with mm. a juicy burger and fries. This mm-hmm. is my cheat meal, and I was looking forward to it. However, my heart filled with rage when the waitress brought over a fucking can of soda with the glass already full of ice and soda. Now I have to ration my single can of soda. Not to mention the glass was full of ice, so now I have to be a mathematician to... Uh, to uh, a mathematician too and fucking figure out the, the time waiting for food before my stupid DC gets watered down by all the ice. Sure. At least let me decide when to open the damn soda. I firmly believe there should be a disclaimer of how the soda comes. Tell me I am paying. Tell me, am I paying three fifty for a true fountain soda with refills or am I getting absolutely fucked Paying three fifty for a stupid can. I'll never come back here because of this. Yes, I am that salty bitch. Thanks for this and always sharing your pod and going to all the shows I can. So what do you think? I couldn't agree more. And I think we need full transparency on all beverage menus. Like if it's a can of soda, right. say cans of soda. Like if it is a if it's fountain, say fountain. Like if you have that Boylan's crap, like tell me that you don't have real diet coke. Like right. you need to tell me all what like exactly what's happening because that guides my decision. And it should have the glass it comes in. I want everywhere to have the uh, the picture of the glass, the picture of a can. I want pictures the picture, on every menu. Every menu. I want it to look like a key in the corner of a map. I want to yes. know everything about this liquid that is coming out to me whether it's alcoholic yes. or non-alcoholic or anything i want to know yeah. i want to know if my drink is coming in a big coconut 
where that's yeah. lit on fire that's going to spray <laughs> fireworks so that I know what kind of production I'm getting involved with. I also yes. want to know if it's a can of soda and don't open the can. Don't open that the will can. be up to me. Don't open the can. Like also just like if we're going to live by all these other um, rules about how bacteria and viruses are transmitted, don't touch my can. Like, don't right. touch that area. Right. Like, if we're going to have, like, we still, like, I still don't have towels at the YMCA because of COVID. Like, don't touch the top of the can then. Like, those, right. are, those things need to live in the same world. But, like. Now, what, what are your thoughts on fountain soda? I got to say, it is, if you're really good fountain soda, like, real fountain soda, not a gun. I don't want anything out of a gun. I think the gun is horrible. The gun, the gun, is, gun this is what we need. This is gun control. We need. We gotta. This, this is the. This is the gun control. This we is need. the gun right. control because it's this always it. like, why is this diet coke mostly ginger ale? Like, why does it taste like foot? Right. Always foot Love, from the gun. It's always foot from the gun. Fountain soda couldn't be a bigger fan. I will say that, like sometimes, I prefer a cold can. I agree. I agree. I think the you know the and also, I understand what this person is saying. Fountain soda is place specific. Yes. Movies want a fountain soda. You know, when I... Uh, fast uh, food and fast food types of food, like a big juicy burger that costs $26, I still want a fountain soda with that. Absolutely. The way the food, the way I'm eating the food demands a giant frosty glass. Right. Understand they need, in this restaurant needs to understand the temperature of the room. You need to read the room, people. Read if the you, room. If you're sitting there with a, with a burger that's wrapped in foil that's juicy and greasy, I don't want to touch a can and get my hand on the top and, you know, and have grease on the top. I want that fountain soda that I can grab easily with the straw and everything. Yeah. Also, like, this country used to believe in free refills, and I feel like right. we've really lost our way. I feel like our free refill used to be such a common part. And I guess like I was a kid, so we were going to places that are more conducive to free refills of whatever. Mm -hmm. But like, I just think like, if I'm having a burger, I need a bucket of Diet Coke with it. Right. I, and especially with like a salty meal like that, you want to be yeah. able to have as much as possible. Now, right. I will say this. Okay. Fountain soda people annoy me. There Agreed. are people out there that have used fountain soda as a personality trait. Oh, yeah. Like which you're the gotten, only person who likes it. <laughs> right. We, we get it. People like it. People like it from certain places, the way we're talking about it. I don't like it in certain atmospheres as well. I don't want a fountain soda when I'm out at a barbecue. Like, I, I, I kind of want, like, the, the can in the, in the cooler. A nice can at home. Like, it, it's like they just it, – different beverages for different spaces and environments is important. Right. And you can love fountain soda as much as you want, but, like, you are not unique because of that. We need to stop talking about certain sodas as if we discovered it. Fountain yes. soda has existed. It is fine. Canned soda has existed. It is fine. If it comes in a glass bottle, yes, we know this is a little fancier. This is pretty good. We like it. We don't have to talk about it. We know Mexican Coke has the real sugar and tastes a little bit different. We get it. We know that your, your, your Tia used to give you Mexican Coke, and we get it. Everything we know. <laughs> you are a special snowflake. We don't need yeah. to hear about it. We, we've done this conversation enough. We're talking about... Like, for the most part, the company uh, Coca-Cola, like one of the <laughs> like one of the biggest corporations in like American consumer goods. Like, right. Nobody in this conversation is bringing a fresh perspective. Like we've done it. like millions and millions and millions and millions <laughs> of people drink 
Coke. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com here with Allison Libby. I'm happy we got that off our chest. The fountain soda really people are starting to, to annoy me. Yeah, me too. It's like, they're like, have you ever had Sprite? And I'm like, no, because I'm an adult. Um, yeah. But like, they're, you know, it's just too much. It's become too much. L- Luxury lounge, baby stroller in the street. Jared and esteemed guests, I'm so confused by people who walk their baby strollers in the street. Aren't you worried about your child's safety? At least try to get your entourage out of the street. These people don't even flinch. It's dangerous enough in these streets as a pedestrian. Stop adding your double-wide baby stroller and your dog who is pulling into the road to the equation. I understand that sidewalks are narrow and that cars definitely drive too fast in residential neighborhoods, but I really don't understand why you trust the drivers of Atlanta, Georgia with your family's safety. Thanks for letting me complain. What do you think? I will start off by saying I'm a huge proponent of car-free cities and walkable cities and Mm. everybody having access to big, wide sidewalks and not demand, like not having to travel by car. But you can't have a double wide. If your stroller doesn't fit on the sidewalk, like you need a new stroller, not a new place to walk. Right. And I don't like this idea that I'm going to use a human as my like shield right to be able to make this point of i should be able to walk in the street like yes don't put everyone in danger just so you can have what you want to have this is this is like you know you know that you're not protesting in you know like to put people's lives on the line like me in the car has no i have no quarrel With you and the baby stroller until you make this my problem as part of your protest. That's what it feels like. Like, don't make everyone else, you know, go petition the government. Go to the local whatever. Go, you know, make a walking lane. But don't come, don't make it everyone else's problem so that we have to, like, fear to that we're going to hurt someone in, in the process. Right. And then it just like, it fucks up. Like you're part of a traffic problem now. Right. Like, that's what you are. <laughs> you're a traffic problem. And like, we have enough of those. I think like all the car culture in this country, like we're good on things that cause traffic. We don't need to add in new, even more dangerous elements to that equation. Right. Cause it feels like they're just being stubborn. It feels like they're like, well, I have nothing to fix this. So fuck it. I'm going to yeah. walk with my baby as a battering ram to make sure that I make every car uncomfortable that comes near me. Yeah, and it is like, and I don't want to like generalize about like how parents are because I would say most people are not like this, but I do think it is a little bit of like that that parent mentality where it's like, well, I have a family, so therefore we're the most important people. Like, right. I'm not saying that like as a single person, I'm like, but I wanted to run in the middle of the road, but it's like, no. Oh, but, like, you're like, well, I should be, like, we need more space. So, like, we're just going to take up car space. Like, what about ambulances? What about all it's, the, like, it's like, you are not the center of the universe. And I get that you have a problem somehow. But, like, it is not everyone else's problem now. It's still just your problem. And it's not every parent that does this. But it's the no. more suburban the parent, the more they do it. Yeah. Like, when you fly out of JFK and LaGuardia, you're around, like, city-ish families. Yes. When I go out of Newark, I am... No. In shock by how everyone is walking as if they are a parade float and we are at their parade. Like it is wild to me. You see, and it's always, the kid is always young teenager. It's always like 13 to 17 teenagers with youngish parents 
who have been in a suburb long enough where yeah. they know the hierarchy of their suburb and yeah. then they go to the great big world and they act like we are you know side characters in the movie about their this is us suburb yes yes and they always have like so much more stuff than everyone and it's like you the know most. what we're allowed to bring where did you get all this stuff <laughs> jtraypodcast.gmail.com jtrainpodcast at gmail.com we're here in the luxury lounge keep sending your emails title it luxury lounge let us know what you're talking about here with allison lobby at allison lobby let's do one more you ready let's do one more luxury lounge reviving old restaurants or no restaurants i must be hungry reviving old residents mail at my place <laughs> jared love you okay so my husband and i bought a house about six months ago we still get an excessive amount of mail from the old residents who used to live here. I totally get spam and that kind of stuff. No biggie. But they still send their international, their intentional, but they still send their intentional online shopping purchase to our house and we have gotten several of their car registrations. I totally understood at first and we had dropped a bunch of mail off to their realtor's office a few times. But now it's been six months. I know it's annoying to change mail over, but the post office has a forwarding service that costs like $1. It's annoying because this is an extra chore I didn't expect, and now I feel obligated to keep these people's mail until I can find a time to get it to them. I know it seems uh, minuscule, but no one wants extra stuff that could have been avoided by what feels like carelessness. Sincerely, the keeper of this family's personal mail purgatory. I totally agree with this, and this is... I don't relate to this as much as I... I know their pain, but I because we live in apartments. Yeah. When I get old mail for the other person, I just give it to the door guy and I go, yeah. not my problem anymore. Yep. Yeah. I just leave. There's like an area where people leave like misaddressed mail or mail that d- doesn't belong to the person who lives in the unit. And like, I just leave it there and then it right. goes away. So and, I can't and, relate to the extra step. But like the extra, the extra step package. is insane. The extra step to go to your real, the, their realtor and be like, hey, we hear what the drop off this month. Like that's insanity. I mean, I would be like once we have passed six months and I get it. Sometimes stuff still like miss, you know, you know, people send something. They don't realize you moved or they don't have your new address. Like here and there it happens, I think, up to a year sometimes. But like mm. at six months, like stuff that's right, re- like car registration, like that shit is like I would call the realtor and be like, "Hey, tell them if they want their mail, they have to do something about it. I'm throwing away whatever comes." Right. I'm I'm actually going to erect a second mailbox, <laughs> and it will be in there. The Hendersons. The, like yeah, for put them. the on the side. <laughs> the flag will be up that there's things to pick up, and they can yes. come anytime. Yeah. They can come by to their old home. They can wave at their old house, and they yes. can come pick up their mail because this I am is- done. This is not on this family to have to like, you know, the first few months, sure, like that's very nice of you to take it back to the realtor's office. But like, I would tell the realtor, I guess, because that person knows where the other people lived or something. I don't know. I don't really know what realtors matter in this, but like, I guess there's no other connection then. Right. When I get that old mail from someone else, (laughs) I, first of all, I feel weird seeing it. Mm -hmm. I feel awkward. And then I have this moment where I'm like, is someone dealing with this for me? Is there Definitely. someone out there that just knows my York? name yes. in New York for sure? Because we move so much and yeah. these apartment buildings have been there forever. So there's someone in New York who's like, ah, yeah, Jared free that, that guy, you know, like uh, I get that, get his offers for, you know, credit cards all the time. And it's like, 
I just don't, it feels a little naked. It's like, oh, someone else out there knows my name. Yeah, it's just like, I, I just don't, I don't like that. And it's, and I'm I saying this on a podcast named revealing. after, right? I, I'm saying yeah, this on no a podcast that named after for, me. But no one knows your former address. Like, there's so right. many, like, security elements where it's like, what was the last address you lived in? And it's like, <laughs> right. well, now someone has that. Like, I don't know. They don't have everything else, but, like, you open it up. You, like, as I've had my identity stolen two times now. Mm. And uh, it's just like, it feels as like, yeah, of course it's happening. I'm sure it's happening all the time because, right. like, we have information out there. It just seems so easy. I say that this person should not go out of their way anymore. And like, yeah, they're done. Just like, flag that, like, this is still happening and it's not my problem. And those people can, do, if they don't want their car registration, then it's going in the trash. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Allison Livey, thank you so much for coming into the lounge. Your first time, a, a huge success. I mean, I, I, I think so. Thank you for oh, having me. I have more oh, complaint now. I'm just we'll, well, we'll do this again. Everyone yeah. go follow Allison at Allison Livey on Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday with your emails. Keep sending them in. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. We'll be back next episode. Boom.